<laughs> Hi guys, I'm Charlene. I'm Shantae. And I'm Aisha. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to... A Wadi Hard Clot. <laughs> so today Aisha's in the hot sea, which is the fast clot chair. <laughs> the fast clot. <clears throat> and today we're talking about all the things that your parents didn't tell you. The things they should have told you. At least warned you about. Yeah. Like, did your parents even bring you up? That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> did they even raise you? Who raised you? The streets <laughs> raised did, did the streets raise you? Or or did your parents raise you? Mine are just little tailgate add-ons. Yeah. If anyone knows how long it just took us to start this podcast. <laughs> Chatting about, oh, did you have a good time oh, on the weekend? Fucking start the show. Tay's <laughs> getting mad at everyone. All right, let's kick <laughs> off the fast clap. Let's do it extra slow today. Oh, don't piss me off. Job. Don't piss me off. <laughs> right. Aisha. Oh, my God. Are you in the hot seat? <laughs> yeah. Okay. One. Were you taught about money management? No. Did you have the birds and bees talk? No. Did with you who? talk at all? <laughs> do you know your parents? Maybe with your parents or... Yeah, no, so I this is growing up that. with adults. I can't remember having the birds and the bees talk. Okay. Were you encouraged to go on for, go into further education? Yes. Were you ever guided into a career? No. Do your parents have an impact on your friendships? Oh. They ever told you like not to be friends with someone oh, yeah. so a dickhead. <laughs> In those words. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you ever given advice on your relationship issues from parents or adults as old as? No, but I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you understand loans and APR rates? Yeah. Teach me. <laughs> Is that from your own personal doing? Yeah, not, so from, not growing from growing adults. up. Okay. okay. <laughs> Were you taught about investments growing up? No. Do you have a pension? Yes. Did you get it yourself? Yeah. Go! <laughs> Were you aware of racial discrimination and how to deal with it growing up? No, and no. Did your parents ever guide you in regards to shaving? <laughs> no, and I've got a story for that as well. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glad I asked. I'm not the only one. Were you taught how to cook, clean and maintain a household? Yes. Did your mum teach you how to love yourself or your dad? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Were you taught how to defend yourself? Yes. Were you taught not to let people play in your hair or eat from other people in case they were bad minded? <laughs> what? <laughs> No? No. She's like, can you repeat that question? <laughs> Where you taught not to let people play in your hair or eat from people because they might be bad mind. No. I think it was more just an American thing. Okay, that's a wrap for the fast clock questions, actually. Uh, hold on, what was it? Monkey never eat good soup. <laughs> Come back to this one every time. She's like, what was it? Follow fashion monkey never eat good soup. I don't know what they were teaching you in back a yard. No, but I clearly. Think, yeah. Back a yard. I think that last one was because um, in America, I think there used to be some quite like vindictive people. Mm. And I remember there was a story that um, someone had put uh, razor blades and apples at Halloween time. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah but I think that's here the children. Well. Okay, cool. Well, I was never allowed to eat fruit from... from um, people or open sweets from people like, so that is kind of yeah but that's halloween thing. that's not like i like go around your friend's house oh, so the day after eat. your mum let you go to that same yard and eat no but like exactly so you were taught it, to be cautious of where you take who you take from right yeah not don't take sweets from strangers 
my mum literally used to say to me, and sit at the back of the bus so people don't play in your hair because they could take your hair and do something to you. Really? <laughs> literally. Do you know what? Saying that, though, my mum... We went to the sauna the other, like, not the other day, a few years ago, and she was like, oh... You, you know, know the other day includes a few, few years ago. Right, well, anyway. <laughs> the other day. So we, like, washed our hair or whatever, was in the shower, and she's always like, you always make sure you clean the plug, um, like, when you're going to, you know, brush your hair in the shower, even mm-hmm. when you're in a public place, because people might take your hair and do voodoo with it. See, Why so would they do voodoo on see, it? See, so my question was very relevant. Yeah, I had relevant. two questions, one about the shaving and two about this one. Very yeah, relevant. They are very relevant, I would say. Do, but then maybe is it more of a black thing? I think it's a black thing, though. <laughs> My white mum did not say that to me. <laughs> she must did other stuff, like actually looking after your hair, but she just didn't yeah, know that yeah. people would do stuff with it. Yeah. See, I so mean, but then what benefit would that have to a random person doing voodoo on you? Because know, that's how you do voodoo with jealous. someone's possession, isn't it? Yeah, but you do voodoo on someone you know, no? No, no, no. But you never know who knows you or no, no, knows no. your parents or never know who knows no, with someone. No. No. That's just how we were always taught, like, mm. you know, be careful where you eat, don't let people play in your hair because they could do voodoo yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The be careful where you eat, I don't know whether it was on the whole voodoo or, like, do something to you kind of thing, but there always used to be when you go, like, Caribbean family type thing, if you go to someone's house, don't don't take a drink from no one, don't have no food so it doesn't look like I don't feed or drill. <laughs> like, what are you kind of thing? Yeah. Like an embarrassment type so of thing. So it was just to show that you were looked after at home. Yeah, yeah mine was like kind of a bit of both. You were looked after at home and they could put shit in your food. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're your parents' pride possession, they'll tell you and it's do true. anything to keep you safe. Mm. So true. The whole Me. shaving thing... So yeah, my mum didn't teach me how to shave um, because from when I was about 13, I actually lived with my dad, not with my mum, which is quite unusual, I think, for a lot of young people, Mm. young women anyway. So it was actually my godmother that taught me how to shave uh, because I had hairy legs and I was like going secondary school and it was like... (laughs) She's like, bitch, you need this razor. to shave. Um, So yeah, when I first shaved my legs, she showed me how to shave my legs in the bath and then... When she went out of the room, I quickly did my underarms as well. <laughs> she didn't mention this part, but here I go. I need to do that as well. Because um, I'm really hairy. So, yeah, I needed that. Um, but, yeah, so if I'd lived with my mum, then maybe it was something that she would have shown me. I remember my mum was so upset that somebody else had shown me how to do it. Mm. Like another woman kind of thing. And oh, it. bless her. She must but, have been right put out. But she should have showed me then, shouldn't she? My question around shaving, it, it's good that you had that and the... The, what am I trying to say? The, the guidance thing. or whatever. And, and the the the. Um, my thing was, my mum never used to shave. Really? And she never... <laughs> so it, she's dry and ashy and she She's dry shave. and ashy and she don't shave. <laughs> no, like, but she never grew hair. So when I was saying that, it was because, you know, like, if she would have told me not to shave, mm. I would have been saved from growing all the hair that I grew post shaving because I was you know when you're desperate to grow up so you try things I'm like get a razor out I fucking shaved my lip when I was like a toddler (laughs) I was watching my granddad do it and he did it and then I did it and this blood just come up everywhere but she didn't shave and she had no hair and when I was older Mm. she said to me oh you shouldn't have done this and you shouldn't have done that because it's too late now I was like where was you when I was a kid (laughs) She, she was there but yeah, so that that was my reason for asking that, but mm. it was good that you had that experience with your own shaving etiquette. Yeah, I think my mum taught me how to shave. I think, because how else would I know? She must have done right. Either that or an advert. Yeah. I think that she used to nair me as well. Was you a hairy baby too? 
No, not baby, but like I remember before secondary school, I hated my eyebrows so bad. Yeah, oh, no. I could not stand my eyebrows, and I, I was like, I begged her all through the holidays to pluck my eyebrows before I went to secondary school. And she was like, no, 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 no. So I took the tweezers. I said, I'm just going to do it anyway. And I locked myself in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. And I come out with <laughs> the thinnest... Li- li- like, the line is so... That was quite in style, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. was. But now looking back at the pictures, it is awful. But then I had to fucking maintain it, didn't I? And my, oh, I come God. out, my mum was like... Well, you've done it now. Like, but if she would have just fucking saved me, like, and I could have got it done properly, like, I would have been okay. I just didn't need it all to be one single hairline. It was so bad, and then I had to draw them in and everything. Oh, oh so you God. went through the full shebang. What was your when when you was coming up with this topic? What was your thought process around what we didn't know from adults? What adults didn't teach you growing up? Kind of like. The health stuff, the sexual health stuff, mm-hmm. um, the financial side of things. You wanted your parents to tell you how to be a hoe ass. No. <clears throat> oh, you didn't but, want them to tell no, you. No. Like, you wanted them to let you be a hoe ass. No, I didn't even think. <laughs> of it from I'm trying to establish where we're going with this. <laughs> I didn't even think of it at all from a parent perspective. I thought of it from like a school's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, they should teach you in school, schools as yeah. to what you do learn. Yeah. I keep saying that they need. To like the whole loans APR rates. Like I've life. just learned life this admin. year. Yeah, that 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 like life admin. That what I learned this year is respective APR. Mm-hmm. That you're only only fifty three percent. You know the advertised APR. Like oh, this credit card's got like representative rep- APR. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you but did. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, that they only need to give the representative APR to 53% of the people that yeah. actually apply to it. So if oh, I wow. apply for a credit card, there's 4.3%. You might not get that I percentage. might not get that. You get like 20%. Yeah, I'll it get 20%. And you rate. only know until you fucking applied for it. Yeah. And then you, you apply for it. And then that's a mark against your credit rating. And then it's all just peak and... You've got so to take for, a credit card because you... Yeah, you got, you've applied yeah, for it and well. you might as well take it and then you're fucking banged up with a credit card that you don't want to pay that. All of that stuff. All yeah. of that stuff. Cred, even having a credit rating and yeah. whatever, like... Credit cards, loans. Yeah. Whole, paying your mortgage or, like, paying your rent, mm. paying bills, budgeting. budgeting. Yeah. Like, home economics in school was just basically cookery, like, in yeah. my school. Cooking. Teach my to be a it fucking housewife. Been... Teach my man. It should have been all this <laughs> type of stuff, all the financial stuff. And <laughs> also teach the... me how to be oh a housewife. God. Teach my man. <laughs> all this, um... Sewing. Like, I don't need to sew yeah, shit. Pick mm. the tailors. And me- metal work. I didn't need metal work. <laughs> Why do I need to know how to le- solder something together? Yeah, Why? I love that one, though. What? Yeah, I do love it, but... What, have you ever soldered since then? No. Ever? No, never. No, neither. I thought about it sometimes, but I have never done it. <laughs> it's all just fucking and unnecessary. You can get the kit from Hobbycraft anyway. Yeah, sure. I really wanted to, yeah. Yeah, they didn't teach us real life stuff, and that's no probably where a lot of people haven't got their shit together. Like, they spend carelessly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I spend carelessly, um, and do things that could probably have a negative impact on your life admin. Yeah. yeah. So you, you might not have your savings in check, you might not be ready to get a mortgage. Mm even though you should be ready to get a mortgage, maybe, mm-hmm. like, certain things that should have happened didn't happen. But do you think that was because they didn't have it for themselves or because they experienced no, it later I on in life themselves? No, I don't think that. I don't. So you think they just held out on you? Yeah. I think that why... 
Like, because now, I think now there is much more information available, like Martin's money-saving expert. Like, you spend hours on his website, absolutely hours, like, getting the best deal from everywhere. And now I think that there there is more talk about finances, whereas our parents' generation, people didn't really talk about stuff like that. People didn't talk about how much they earn or Mm -hmm. where their savings go and this, that and the other. But, like, why you should be able to speak to your children about that. Mm. You know, like, you should be able to talk to someone in your household. If you don't want to tell the whole world how much your house is worth or how you come about saving for it or how you got a loan to get a car or a finance or whatever, then keep it within your household. But fucking speak Still to me about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Now it comes to, like, I know that even if I ask my dad now for advice on, you know, like, you know me, I change my car like I change my knickers. So... <laughs> Once a year. Yeah, literally. Stanky. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think, like, I ask his advice and he's he'll give me, oh, oh this is this and that is that. And, but, but then you just do what you want to do. And I think, just fucking tell just me tell what, me to, what do. to do. <laughs> Tell me what you think you would do. Because you, know. you always go seeking that final say-so from your yeah. parents, don't you? You're like, rubber stamp. okay, I could do this and I could do that, but what would you do? Yeah. What would you tell me to do? Because I don't want to be wrong when it all fucks up, for, like, wrong. somehow. Mm. But, yeah, that people should teach that. and They should teach stuff like that in school. But that's good, because mm. going forward now, anyone that's having kids now, I think, can implement a lot more life admin and not just rely on schools and the curriculum that are in schools mm. to do what we missed out on. Yeah. So it's all about taking note of what you would have wanted mm. and making sure you give that to your children. I think like all, all close so family and friends. Because well. yeah. when we were a, y- a lot younger, we didn't really have Google and all those things. Yeah. And so... We had Tamagotchis. It, yeah. We literally just... <laughs> what the learn. fuck were we doing? We, <laughs> they were teaching we us were how growing to be... Little. Yeah, they were teaching us how to be housewives. Yeah. Yeah, they were. We were looking after these fucking digital pets. That's all we was doing. Pets. I hated it when my time got to die. I had like a few on the go at once. I was juggling. <laughs> Proper juggling. I had twins. She a baby mama. <laughs> yeah, they're not teaching us real life fucking shit. Like yeah. pension and that. They wasn't. Yeah. But at least you know that now. So you know the pension. You know about mortgages. You know about loans Still and APRs. So don't have a fucking pension. I'm 31. Oh, but it's different for you because you're self-employed. Yeah. So maybe and as a and that's my own person, fucking responsibility, and I still yeah. ain't doing it. You don't. You don't. But you will. And as a self-employed person, you've got a different spin to add to the knowledge that someone can learn from you. And I was saying like teaching child your children, but mm. it's more than that. It's teaching your partner or yeah. teaching people that you're seeing or anyone who's around you that mm. would benefit from that information. I'm very so like, you know, that. yeah, you yeah. are. Like look at us, we got the, the Monzo cards and stuff yeah. and all those little things that we're picking up now. Like my friend told me about the Monzo card and then I got that. And then it's really become like quite a big thing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really diverse in where it's gone with that. Like mm. having my the penny pot's accounts. got like a tenner yeah. in it. I was like That's what? All those if I have nothing, you know, I have pennies. Yeah, and getting the good credit score and how that can help you yeah. get access Progress. to more money and stuff like that. So mm. they're things that you can share now. Mm. Even on ClearScore, you could do, like, life coaching. So, like, it's like an automated kind of question service. You know, like, whereas you speak to somebody online kind of thing. It's kind of like an automated thing. You pick your options of what you want and it kind of talks back to you and it's kind of like in text message form. So it mm. looks like you're actually talking to someone but it just has like guidance things online. Like I said, Martin's money saving experts, loads of ways that you can look at this stuff, but it's like getting into young people's head now. Like the, the young girls that I work with, 
I'm like, start driving, start driving now, go and do a couple of lessons and mm. keep at it. And because mm-hmm. I was driving when I was 17, it's the mm. best thing that I've ever done same, is like drive same. early. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And until you like install your pet, don't wait around for your parents to buy your car, don't wait mm. around for your parents mm-hmm. to give you lessons because that shit is expensive. You make that your priority now. Mm. Like these girls are working, I'm like, just save up a little bit of money, do that, save up money. If I was saving from when 20, I fucking, 50 pounds a month yeah. or yeah. whatever, do if I saved from it. when I started working. I would be fucking minted. Yeah, and it's good to do. It's good yeah. to do it now so that it doesn't have an impact later on. So once you start spending that money, mm. it feels like it's being taken away from you. Yeah. But if you always just save that bit of money, it's your normal pay is your money minus that saving. Yeah. I remember when I started saving when I was younger. I think I was like eighteen or nineteen when I had like my first serious job. I was in an apprenticeship and I started saving and it was one of those savings accounts that you couldn't touch for a mm. year. At the end of the year I had accumulated and remember I was young and didn't have much money coming in. I was an apprenticeship. I, I was an apprenticeship. Um I was an apprentice and by the end of the year I think I had like two thousand eight hundred pounds. Fucking hell. I yeah, shouldn't even uh, save that now. That was <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Um, and I had that much money and I went and got my veneers done. Mm. I like I did things that for me at that time were really important do, yeah. and stuff. And that made me feel really good about myself because it was an achievement that I could save that much money mm. and also that I could treat myself to something that was niggling me about my own person yeah so it's really good to be put yourself in a position and people say like rainy day money it doesn't have to be a rainy day it could be something it could be you saving towards a course or a training program it could be for your car it could be for your tax it could be for your insurance it could be for a deposit on a house Mm. anything but doing that really instills some discipline in you yeah and it can help you in the long run i think discipline is important in finances from early because when i used to live i used to work and obviously live at home and my mum's charged me rent mm-hmm. like as soon as I thought uh, like this bitch like first okay cool. you're gonna have to pay rent now because <laughs> you know and I'm like but I'm glad that she did that because you've got to know that there's a, a little bit of your money isn't always yours and someone's always gonna take your money whether yeah. it be the tax man the, the whatever someone hey, your, that, broke your money baby. ain't yours yeah. <laughs> yeah your money is not yours so like have that little bit of money it was like 50 pound a month or something yeah, ridiculous bearing in mind that I conned my dad as well he he was like to me i will pay you to stay in full-time education oh wow love if you stay in full-time education i'll pay you like a salary a month or whatever and so i did it the smart way because i i did an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was in full-time education yeah but i still worked so i conned him for a year (laughs) money and then he he realized and he was like huh (laughs) okay cool I'm having that money back I was like okay cool whatever but by that time I'd then like I said paid for my driving lessons Mm -hmm. saved my money for my first car Mm. I think I did get a little bit of help with my insurance but I'd done everything like myself which kind of like was a good achievement Mm. I think it's about getting into good habits from the get-go from early so like you said knowing you've got to pay rent each month Mm. regardless about the amount you get into that habit you get into a habit of saving Mm -hmm. so you realize a portion of your money needs to just go straight in savings yeah they've got like these lifetime ices now and the help to buy ISA and all i of still that don't know which stuff. one that i want to do every I'm like... time i read them i'm like which <laughs> fucking one yeah someone just tell me i just need martin money saving experts number <laughs> i need to speak to martin i yeah. think they do have a helpline you know that you can ring them but, but do you know what martin. every every bit of information is like here's the information we can only give you in, impartial advice yeah, yeah. 
What do you mean? I Just tell so. me I directly. They... Be my financial advisor. Like yeah, I've even got, got an accountant. Yeah, <laughs> I've got an accountant, and that, and still I'm like, oh, do you reckon I should do this or should I do that? Like I just realised just the other day that I've, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I better not say that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was about a student loan, but don't worry about that. I ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah definitely getting into good money habits um and you don't get taught that by your parents or by school no yeah. it needs to come from somewhere so if you um, don't have your own smarts or friends around you doing it you need to learn from somewhere one thing i would add um, and this is like for me desperately i download here's all, what i tell myself here's what i tell myself i download all of the clothing apps and with doing that out of boredom just like you'd be on social media i'll go on the clothing apps and i'll put all these things in my basket and sometimes I just buy them. That is poor budgeting because I'm literally doing it out of boredom. Mm. If you go into my room right now, the amount of unopened packages that are just sitting there, it's like a hobby. But that impacts my financial surroundings every month. Mm. So I'm like, why am I doing that? So if you are one of those people, delete the apps. I've literally deleted most of my apps mm. because it, it gives me bad habit. Well, I'm the bad habit. Mm. But it's worth... Investing and knowing and, what you've got. Yeah. Budget in. That's what you need to do. So you need to say, this is what I'm spending on rent. This is what I'm spending on going out for the month. This is what I'm spending on food. And try and stick within those budgets. And then you hopefully have money left over at the end of the month. Mm, a lot yeah. of banking apps, just like um, Monzo, have, have mm. got that. You know, like when you spend your money, it's got, here's what, it's asking you to categorise what did you spend that money on? Mm-hmm. Groceries? Was it bills? Was it friends? Was it entertainment? You need to was get more this, particular about your you spending habits. You need to be habits. particular, yeah. And don't be like, oh, entertainment. I know I bought some like tickets for like a rave. Like that is entertainment. Like don't yeah. fob yourself off and try and say that to yourself that's a bill because it's fucking not it wasn't self-development it was not. you didn't need to be there yeah you didn't need to be at the rave you're chatting shit it helped my ego like no do you know one other thing that was really lacking when i was growing up was kind of careers advice i don't know whether it's got any better now but when i was younger it was like my parents always said yeah you should go to uni and stuff but given that no one in my family had ever been to uni before they didn't really know the process. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what universities were good universities to go to. They didn't know what I should go and study. They were just happy that I was going to university. Yeah. To be fair, my school and the college I went to didn't really give you that education either. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of left having to research it myself, probably made decisions that looking back, I would have done differently if my mum had said to me, oh, actually, you need to really think about going to these good universities mm-hmm. or you know, doing this particular course because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like, I didn't know about any of that. I mm-hmm. was just like, oh my God, I'm going to uni. First one in the family. So yeah. it's just an achievement in itself. Do you know what I mean? So I think having people that are around you that have done it and people you can talk to is a really good thing. Yeah. I, I and I think it has that. gotten better now. I know a lot of gotten the young people... Better? <laughs> I didn't go to uni. No, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking did, actually. Um, it's got better it's got better it's got better now i know a lot of um young people i work with have access to careers advisors Mm -hmm. and different kind of development days training days career days where they can go try things out but that was like like me yeah yeah. that was like me i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i'll just try Mm -hmm. this and see what happens yeah when your end goal is to be something you need to know the steps to kind of get there Mm -hmm. and i suppose that's how i just ended up just 
oh, I've got a job, let me stick with that for the rest of my fucking life. Not just like, you know, there's millions of things I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to be a gynecologist. You did. You still Specific. got time, babe. Yeah, I ain't got time. <laughs> she has, but she ain't. She has got time, but she ain't got time. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I have got time, but yeah, personally, I ain't got time. What about all the stuff around, um, I know we focused on like life admin quite a lot, um, but what about the stuff like self-love? Like, how did adults or parents instill that kind of thinking in you or was it just not even a factor no because you know it's like really popular now like everyone's happy and proud about yeah I love myself and this Mm -hmm. and that but back in the day was it really instilled in you like that were you told that you were important and to do your affirmations and all that kind of stuff and believe in yourself yeah I was my mum used to like was you mummy's special girl I'm definitely both my parents favorites no doubt about that yeah. <laughs> pick up my sisters <laughs> no one likes you <laughs> no I'm joking I, I think that uh, my mum really created a really happy environment for me as a child and it was like I, I did have the perfect big childhood up your you mom. know big up perfect your um with like waking up in the morning and always making waking Singing up the songs. yeah she sings the songs in the morning and even like down to at night like first thing in the morning and last thing at night was really important because I had like a really good routine where she'd wake me up and always be happy in the morning my mom's the most miserable person in the morning as an adult I only realized that but like (laughs) if you do wake up miserable you're gonna have a shit day Mm -hmm. that's it that's like and I kind of like I know that in my head and I know that in my mind and then going to sleep at night it was used to be like I used to read a book she used to read a book to me every night and like put me to bed properly like as a proper bedtime as a like wind down routine if you know what I mean and I think that even when I was ill or had time off school or whatever like it used to be like a self-love day so it used to be like watch a movie have something to eat that you like or whatever it was kind of like those little things that you do like even now if I'm like off work or I need a I need a mental health day it's going to be doing things that you like or things that you love or reading a book or whatever so I think that that's kind of like the time out to yourself mm-hmm. was what I was taught, but in an indirect way, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you still the happy it, So you were happy stuff. with it being indirect? It didn't need to be any more direct. Oh, she than obviously it was. told me I'm the most beautiful girl in the world and all that, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But it wasn't. I think that I, as you get older, you get to learn that for yourself, which is more important as to yeah. why you're doing it. Mm-hmm you have quiet time or like I used to go out I I'm you know me I'm not a tv person I don't do yeah. a lot of tv and stuff like that and I think that that's what taught me to like be on my own and have more reflection mm-hmm. and mum used to like be if I'm angry write things down and like write a letter or do like write down your feelings whether you're happy or sad or oh, what whatnot. didn't you just have a great mother I know, right yeah. I mean I didn't have any of that like, don't give me right I, I love my mum dearly but I, I don't remember the like we had the songs, I love the songs, and I think anyone who's got a child now should definitely try and make sure their child has a song in the morning to yeah. remember. It always used to be "Good morning, good morning, good morning to you." You yeah. slept the whole night through. Good yeah, morning mine was to just, you. Just, you. And we used to have races, getting ready for school. Who can get ready the quickest? Who can? Obviously, she was just trying to get us ready for school because we were going to get out of school. But it was fun, and yeah. it was the type of environment that made you kind of thrive and be happy and yeah. be content and stuff. So it's always nice, even now, if parents can instill some kind of happiness and joy and not just get on. Because we're in an era of social media where us as adults are on it constantly. Mm. Like, you know, like when the Kardashians had that show and I think Courtney was pulled up for always being on her phone by her son. Mm. It's about actively knowing that you're giving that time to your child so that they can grow up and say, yeah, my, my parents did 
instill these values in me and I did know how to do that and I was considering this and all those mm. kind of things just to make sure they get what you didn't get. I think yeah. it was easier when we were younger though because now a lot of children all they want to do is screen time. Yeah. Mm. They don't want that interaction with the family. Mm. But I think it's really important to try and instill those things, the content context con- can't even bloody talk today. Instill the spellings <laughs> and the grammar. <laughs> no. <laughs> the contact time with the family, like having dinner together like having time where your TV isn't on mm. and you're talking about stuff. How was your day? What did you do today? I think that's yeah. easy to, to do based on like, like, cause I'm a person I don't, I, I think when I have kids, I still won't be a TV person. Mm. My my TV don't go on for days. Mm. Days mm. I will not watch a TV. You came in and you were like, I haven't watched Love Island for like four days. Yeah, like, I have. Yeah, I literally haven't. I just like I don't. I think that's easier for to install if you're not one of those people yeah, anyway. Because yeah. I'm a reader. I'm I know that I'm going to read to my children. Mm-hmm. I I just know that that's just what I do. So it it is like how you're brought up as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think it's easier though that we are older so we know what's right and wrong and what we feel like we want to instill in our children. Mm-hmm. But when you think there's like teenagers having babies that mm. are in this social media bubble anyway, yeah. then it's scary to think what qualities they're going to be instilling into their children yeah. because they haven't seen the other side of the fence with a world without the social media. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like a 16 true. year old now, all they've ever known is like Digital. computer games mm. and internet and in social media all the time mm. so that's that's where their learning's coming yeah. from isn't it so it's scary really scary what other stuff did we talk about <clears throat> the shaving i love that <laughs> it was talking about i can't shaving. believe you asked that about we mentioned shaving. um briefly racial discrimination mm. obviously it's it's not it's one of those things that i think do you want to instill and cause fear and scaremonger mm. your child or it's almost like you have to do it in a way that is so subtle that they know how to handle it, but they're not scared to face the world. Mm. And I think more so in America, it's like a big problem with police brutality and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You have to be... We were talking on the way here about the film, The Love You Give, The Hate They You Give. Yeah. Do you remember that film? So in that, there was a clear message of okay, if you get stopped by the police, put your hands up, make sure they're visible. Oh yeah, I just realised you just talking about that film. She had this fucking conversation. With I had the whole conversation in the car, and I just like, I, I said, "What film are you talking about? What did I say? Suspicious Minds." Suspe- yeah, she said Suspicious Minds. Exactly. Where's your active listening? I exactly. Don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, she wants to read books, but don't want to listen. Um, but yeah, so all that kind of stuff, just knowing how to deal with the world around you, because mm. not everyone's nice and not everyone's not racist. And I think being black, the first thing that you fear is discrimination mm. but that's the thing you don't want to sit down and tell your t- child look you're black people aren't going to like people you people don't like yeah. that they are scared of you for no fucking reason I think reason. that you address it when it becomes a problem to your child when if your child knows. comes mm-hmm. home and says mummy blah 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 said that I look like chocolate and you go you've got beautiful skin like do you know what I mean like I reckon I'm singing sweet like chocolate to them sweet yeah. like chocolate <laughs> Let them know it's a good thing. Yeah, I think growing up, I wasn't really aware of it. It was only when I got a bit older that you see things on the news and in media and then you have those conversations with Mm. your family. I remember when I was probably about 13 or 14, I was in the car with my mum and we were at a petrol station and for some reason, someone was shouting stuff at my mum but said the N-words to her. You effing... And my mum went ballistic. And that was the first time that I'd ever seen any out and out racism yeah 
ever. And then obviously we had a conversation afterwards and she told me about growing up in Tottenham and all of that kind mm. of stuff and how it was like with the riots and mm. you know what it was like when it was like late 60s and 70s and how things have changed. But until I saw that, it wasn't ever a conversation that we, that we came across. Yeah. Mm. Especially because I'm from a mixed heritage family and grew up in what we would probably class as like a white area yeah. or a less you know multicultural area um so it was never really a thing that got broached until I was a bit older mm-hmm. so experiences that happen it's good to address and yeah. make sure they understand why mm. that happened so it's not necessarily saying okay these are all the things that could happen when you leave the house <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you could get called a nigger you could get hit you could get spat like it's not those things but it's about Making sure they're safe you know. in general. Mm. And then once an experience happens, exploring that on a deeper level so that they can be aware. How yeah. did you not learn to be like street smart and street savvy? I know you're still learning, Ash. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, how do I do it? I'm just not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Straight from the hood. Yeah. yeah. I got the book. I got the Body Works book. <laughs> and I think that we did have like a discussion. I always knew like about sex, but I don't do, think uh, I do had you know the... how I think we learned? Euro trash. Yes, Euro so trash true. is wild. Oh Euro, Euro trash. Euro trash is so wild. Was it flying poo? Was it flying poo? Probably. It poo, but, but it was just all types of madness on Euro trash. But it definitely had the Euro sex trash factor. is literally like the internet nowadays. That's like Twitter. Yeah. That's what Twitter in real life now. Oh, Euro trash was great. I used to love watching that. Yeah. That used to, South Park used to come on and then straight after South Park, Park used to Euro trash. trash. So you would just literally get the whole back thing to back, trash. back to back. Yeah. I just dreaded if my mum or dad was in the room when it come on because I was like, I really want to watch this, but I don't want you to be here. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it sounds gross, but it was like porn for children. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Do you remember what Euro Trash was? There was always naked men on there. Why yes, was there always, always naked, naked people men? and the girls with the big boobs and doing all the weird stuff. It was porn for children. It was, it was soft so porn. I maybe need to go watch the episode on YouTube yeah go and find yeah. it on your on YouTube and anyone who hasn't seen it go and find it on YouTube I just remember it being scandalous yeah I remember <laughs> thinking oh get it girl little <laughs> <laughs> <No> freak neck <laughs> yes that's maybe how I learnt about sex but now they've got everything on TV like that naked attraction mm. so if you haven't seen like vaginas or willies you can just stay up late and watch it on channel but 4 but there's vaginas and willies I've never seen on that program before I'm <laughs> like wow okay oh okay yeah, well, that, that's oh. a real thing is that what a penis looks like? Yeah. <laughs> obviously I haven't seen it. I mean, Charlene, you're very well equipped. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, don't act like you are now. Again, slept in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you always bring it down. Yeah, I know, I always know the tone. I always she's just the trash, she's junk. <laughs> Call me Euro trash. <laughs> Euro. So have the birds and the bees talk with your kids, guys. Yeah, have have every talk possible. Any experience you've been through without scaring them, have it. Life admin, sexual health, money management, financial management, relationship issues, relationship self love, relationship. We didn't even touch on relationship issues. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole nother show. I think we need to do a whole nother show on that. You know, we could be here all night talking about relationships. What did your parents tell you about relationships? And what did you see of your parents' relationships? Yeah, Yeah. that's definitely a show we need to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at us planning our next show. Look at us. Stay tuned, guys. You know what's coming next. next Look at us on the next episode. Bye. Bye.
So that was the end of our episodes. We realised that episodes, episodes. <laughs> are we that. going offline forever? Are and, we? Um, yeah, we're finished. Podcast <laughs> done. Bye, guys. Bye. Um, we realised that Aisha was raised properly. Some of us were raised by the streets. Some of us are gang gangsters in the hood. <laughs> Some of us gang gang for life. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that we're going to teach our kids better. Some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ciao for now. Ciao. Ciao.